Hey, Literacy Advocate listeners, welcome back. Today, you're in for a real treat. Our guest today is Trelane Clark. Trelane is an elementary school principal, Simmons University alumni, mom, professional developer, blogger, equity advocate, and my favorite news today, she is the newly appointed vice president of Black Women Educational Leaders Incorporated. Welcome back, Trelane. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. So recently you shared with me the importance of educators focusing curriculum development and instructional practices on the students who are currently in their classrooms. Mm -hmm. Can you share your thoughts here with our listeners? Sure. Well, thank you again for having me. Um, So, you know, during the times that we are in right now, it is more than important that we pay attention to the students that are in front of us. Um, They are so amazing and wonderful, and they bring so much to our classrooms. They're not just bodies. They are complete and whole people. And I think the more the educators um, see them, exactly as they are, but then also learning to tap into the depths of who they are, right? So they're not just what you see on the surface. Um, And that really does not depend upon their zip code. Um, Every single child, regardless of their socioeconomic status, their ethnic and cultural background, um, they're all bringing something amazing to the table. And I feel like those things are the things that um, educators need to uh, to really take the time to get to know about students um, so that they can enrich their entire classroom experience based upon the students that are in front of them. Um, so I think about the fact that sometimes um, as educators, we, we we're kind of, we get kind of stuck in this place of, well, I'm, I got to pour into my students. I'm supposed to give them the information that they need. I'm supposed to share this with them, and then they're supposed to give it back to me. But I actually think that this, this and, I, and I'm, this is not just me thinking this, but there's such a symbiotic relationship between, te- between teachers and students. So as much as I'm supposed to give to them, they should be giving to me as well. But we have to be open to that as educators. We can't just think that, you know, where we're, we're going to pour out and then uh, if they get it, they get it. If they don't get it, then, oh, well, I still did my job. Right. But how am I actually growing as well in the process as I learn about the students and I build relationships with them so that we can bring all of that to the classroom experience through the curriculum, through um, Uh, enhancing social-emotional learning, um, all of those pieces that really help kids to feel like they're a part of their entire educational experience. It's funny that you would say that because um, just yesterday, my son and his girlfriend were over for Christmas and um, she's an artist and I was asking her, has she been doing any paintings? And I shared with her the painting I'm in the process of creating. And we had a conversation about just, you know, bringing passion to learning and she said to me, I wish I had a teacher who cared that I express myself through art, through how I draw. And one of the things that I said to her was that I know that it's so much to learn in the school year about who students are as people 
and who you are as a person is valuable to you being able to show me how you learned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because me asking for you to give it to me in an essay when your mind doesn't work that way um that doesn't benefit you right, she right, was like, right. i never had a teacher <laughs> to say that to me mm. i said a drawing can tell you things that words could not Absolutely. convey Absolutely. in a whole different way right and i think it speaks to us educators understanding that it's not about us mm-hmm. <laughs> letting go thinking like the ego to teaching i think mm-hmm. teaching has a lot of ego in it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not about us and if they get your point that we should be learning every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely to, to open up those floodgates in every moment throughout the day right absolutely so, because kids are kids are with us for their this is for five and a half, six and a half hours a day. That's a substantial amount of time for the exchange of information and ideas, right? right? You right. times that by 180 days. Like, that's that's a pretty amazing opportunity to um, to enrich your own life so that you can continue to give it back to them because it, it, it it's 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 circular. It it goes back and forth, um, and I just think that. Um, the, 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 the amount that of intentionality that we put into it is exactly what we're going to get back. Right. Um, and when I, I've, I've been just thinking about this concept lately, um, when it's in, if it's not in you, then it can't come out of you. Mm-hmm. So I have to actually know that within myself, I need to learn <laughs> about the students in front of me. Let's just start at the very basic level, right? I need to be able to say, okay, I know that this student likes this. I know this student lives over here. I know this one is having trouble here. I know this one shines in that area. And that does take time. And I have to be intentional about that. But I also have to want to do that and have to know, know that I need to do that. Um, and that can come from a variety of places. You know, I think as educators, we know we have to, we have to read, <laughs> we have to listen, we have to engage in conversation. Um, we have to write, some of us have to write, some of us may have to draw, whatever it is. Um, but we have to seek out those ways so that we remember that we have to be in, 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 um, in, in educational, um, uh, in, in an aspirational way of learning and finding about finding out about the students that we that we work with, and it's not easy, <laughs> you know, and and it's not a perfect science for everybody. But I think that when children see that you're trying, um, and that you're genuinely trying, that you're not trying to be someone else, but you're genuinely trying trying to actually know and learn who they are, then they'll they'll meet you there. Yes, they'll, and they teach you right there with you, and they, and they teach will. you right. their language. They teach you their culture and their customs. Yeah. I've learned so much about my students just from building relationships mm-hmm. that say, "I see you. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. matter. You not Absolutely. not just your student profile, your human profile. Right, right. It, it right. matters." And that's the part that never leaves them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, the materials we teach them, they may not remember that novel. Right. <laughs> they remember in your class, mm-hmm. you made me feel seen. Mm-hmm, absolutely. absolutely. I think that's so important. Right, right, right. So you brought a question to my mind. So as a school leader, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned how it's not just the know-how, but it's the want. Mm-hmm. 
you know, mm -hmm. wanting to do it. How do you foster that with your staff? Hmm. That's a great question. So um, one thing in, in my bio that we didn't mention is that I'm, I am a pandemic principal. So I just started as a principal on July 1, not January, July 1. Um, so I'm new to my school, new to the, to the, uh, the school district as well. Um, and so we're all getting to learn about each other, still working on building relationships with, uh, with staff and, and students and families. Um, but one of the things that I, I feel like I do uh, emphasize is this notion of, um, of building relationships. And I try to do that by doing that work myself, <clears throat> right? Just to actually talking to, to teachers and starting off conversations with not just how are you, but how are you? Yeah. I'm actually asking you about the state of you in this moment um, and what what is what's happening in your life that may be affecting you in a positive way and things that may be you know more difficult for you um, I, I invite people to share those things with me and it's of course their choice whether or not they choose to do that but then I also model that and so I will share something myself that maybe I'm struggling with um, that's obviously appropriate, right, for the, for the situation, so that people feel a little bit more comfortable doing that. So, um, so I hope that, that, is, uh, that that's a way that they can begin to do that same kind of thing with their students, because their students may, you know, may feel similarly and say, I don't know if I want to, you know, especially since we are fully remote. <laughs> um, and so it's extra hard right now to build those relationships, especially even for me, um, as well as for, for teachers and students. And so um, I, I often also will ask teachers, you know, when, when you're having a situation with a student and you're not sure what to do, um, one, really thinking about what would you do under normal, quote unquote, pre-pandemic circumstances, right? In order to find out that information and have them talk through that because oftentimes they'll realize that the things that they do, that they have traditionally done are in their toolkit. So now how do I make that something that I can communicate across the screen, across the phone, across a, a text message to a family, right? Um, and I think that <clears throat> just um, re reminding them that they have so many of the tools, right? So if you actually want to know students, think about the ways that you would traditionally get to know students. And you've got to activate those things now because what's going to happen once you do that is that you'll, you'll begin to uncover that thing that you can't quite seem to get at because now you're actually using and you're activating all of the things that you have within you. And that, that really is the desire because we know, I don't think anyone goes into teaching just because they want fame and fortune. I, I, I hope not, right? So, <laughs> but what you do is because you actually want to make an impact on students' lives. Absolutely. And how are, you, how are you going to do that if you don't want to? So it's, it's just, it's, it's kind of like, a, you might call it a Jedi mind trick, if you will, but, <laughs> but it's actually having, having folks to really think back, what is it that I already have? Yes. And how can I use that in order to get to know my students better? Absolutely. It, it's like, um, in my mind, I make it akin to how do I survive this pandemic period? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I get the things that I need when I can't do it in the way that I'm used to, but I still know how to do this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that has been a struggle for me, helping my team 
understand that our pre-pandemic training and experience mm -hmm. has given us everything that we need to be able to to navigate mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it seems like the pre-pandemic world has kind of been pushed aside like where right. you know like when the prehistoric as you go through all those <laughs> stages people are going to make push the next thing aside right and forgetting that everything we have we just shift it over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If, if the goal is to build relationships, how do I still do that? Right, right, right. Yeah, we can absolutely. still have one-on-one, -on -one, but we're just not sitting in a classroom. Exactly, exactly. Not eliminated. Yeah. And I think that the trauma is, is putting a callus on mm. that understanding. That's such, a, that's such a good way of describing it, yeah. And, and, it, and it's almost like, you know, when you try to think about trying to remove a callus, it, it, it is, it's a process and it takes time. Um, it, it is something hard, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's actually hard. <laughs> a callus is actually hard to try yes. to remove that. You know, you have to really work with that and try to soften that and make it something pliable and, yes. and that you can actually do something with. And so I think this, that's a, that's a beautiful metaphor. <laughs> for for how this is right now and i just feel like um you know that we have to really kind of focus on the, the hope that we still have you know and just being grateful um for for where we are and the opportunities that this pandemic has given us um <clears throat> it's it's really forced me to think about flexibility um i found this t-shirt um online and it just says patience grace flexibility 2020 and <laughs> those have been like my mantras this year and i've brought them to my staff and it's just like look we not only need to have these things for ourselves we have to give it we have to give it we have to give it and i think that there that's a great point to leave our listeners with Trelane. patience grace flexibility mm -hmm. and that has always been required mm -hmm. but 2020 just unmasked how yes. important it is to everyday life i think we took those things for granted mm -hmm. absolutely um, and, and we took giving it to ourselves for granted and how much of that we need right now mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. i definitely appreciate you being with us this morning and sharing those jewels with our listeners patience, grace, and flexibility. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the game right now. Yes, yes. And those things will help us to get to know our students and our families even further because we need our families. We need them to read with our children. We need them to make sure they get on to, to, to Zoom or whatever platform. Um, we, we need our students to be flexible with us when uh, when, when the PowerPoint doesn't come on the way that it should, when the internet goes down in the storm. I mean, we have to be patient with each other. We have to say, okay, I ha I'm going to have to wait right now because the teacher is working with another student, right? So all of those things are, are have to be activated across every single, every single stakeholder in order for us to really make it through this. So, and we can. We can do it. And we will. And I thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Um, you are amazing. And I just really appreciate this opportunity for not just me to kind of revel in what you have to offer, but for our listeners too. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. 
Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. You as well. Okay. Bye-bye.